It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Waking up to a cold start this morning, mostly in the 20s, and we'll only warm up into the 40s and low 50s this afternoon under a mix of sun and clouds. Heading into Tuesday morning, temperatures generally into the upper 20s and lower 30s, and that's when we could see some wintry precipitation, especially along and west of the Blue Ridge Tuesday morning, just turning to a cold rain by the afternoon. Currently 30 degrees now in Lynchburg, Bedford, 31 in Roanoke and Salem, 31 in Danville, 32 in Amherst, 30 in Appomattox. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning It's the theme song for all social media right now, I think. I'm Janet Rose. Thanks so much for listening to The Morning Jam. Our number is 866-916-3776. The whole world went crazy this weekend, uh, especially in the Lynchburg area. Had a, a, quite a few issues. We're also going to be talking about not only the shooting that happened at UVA, but there was also one in Idaho on a campus there that, uh, that also occurred over the weekend. Uh, people seem to be behaving badly all over, even when it comes to pretty innocuous things. Uh, Euphoria actress Sydney Sweeney danced at her mother's cowboy-themed 60th birthday, and she was reflecting on the backlash she received on social media after she simply shared a picture of her mother's birthday party. And all of a sudden, she started getting just a flood of comments over what people thought were MAGA outfits that were being worn at the party. Sydney Sweeney says the row of her party guests wearing Trump clothing turned into a wildfire pretty quickly. Speaking in a new interview with British GQ, she said, honestly, I felt like there was nothing I could say to help the conversation. It's turned into a wildfire. Nothing I could say could get it back on track. What the shirts were actually saying and the hats were make 60 great again. Wasn't anything about Trump. It was kind of a fun, playful little, hey, let's make 60 great again because her mom was turning 60. Everybody just needs to calm down because all y'all are nuts just waiting for a reason to get triggered. Craziness. We're going to go to the phones now. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi. Good morning. This is Kevin. Um, Yeah, I I was just thinking about these two shootings that, UVA and one uh, on the outside of uh, in James Madison. Well, well, there was there was a shooting in James Madison. Did you, did you see that too? I did not see that one. Uh, yes, JMU. That was that was uh, yeah, James Madison up in Harrisonburg. Not on not on the campus, but right on the outskirts of it. Okay, I read this this morning. So uh, and uh, you know up at up at UVA, uh, three three are. I guess confirmed dead, two are wounded. But the at the JMU, there was either seven or eight uh, that that I read this morning. Um, but the, wounded, the, the point, you know, or or I'm dead, sorry? wounded or dead. No, I think seven or eight dead. How is that not so, all uh, over the place? All right, Trey, Trey's working on that one. And then in Idaho, in Idaho, yesterday, uh, this happened in a home near campus. Um, they are investigating the deaths of four University of Idaho students. It's insane. Yeah, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, and these and these shooters are young men in their twenties or so, 
and you you know you don't you don't hear of young ladies uh, getting all uh, ready to go to battle and shooting shooting up people. It's these young men, and it's that and all their video games that they they've, they've got to be just completely you know bombarded with insanity, and and it's it's a shame. Um, and maybe may, uh, you know I, I can I can understand. And I'm very. I'm, I'm proud that liberty allows people, if you have a valid Virginia concealed permit that you, that you can carry, uh, yeah. because when, when the shooting starts, it's over in 45 to 60 seconds. It's, it's over, right. uh, you know, and, and uh, you, there is no time to call for help. There is no time to call for campus police or city police. It, right. It's just over. And, these people, the, these young men that are that are that are just so delusional, they they won't go inside a police department or a sheriff's department because they know they're all they're all armed. They're going to go to where the lambs are unprotected and where and where they can't protect themselves. Hmm. Um, um, so we looked up the the story, uh, James Madison. That actually looks like that may have happened in October, and that's like a follow up on that. Still tragic. Um, October of this year. That's that. That's what that's what we're seeing. Uh, three oh. arrested and a homicide there. Uh, October seventeenth uh, looks like. Um, oh. So I, yeah. I think it's back well, in the. Yeah. I think it's back in the news uh, there. Right. So there were there were three suspects in in that one um, in connection to uh, Lewis Bailey thirty five. And then a twenty-year-old and an eighteen-year-old looks like right. Um, and, and, the, and the one at the one at UVA that happened, they said like in a parking garage. Parking garage on UVA, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and on, you know on campus. So uh, you, you just don't know what all transpired or how that led to what happened. Um, but but still. Um, it's it almost goes to so many people that I run into because I'm in front of them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tell me time and time again, they will not they will not go to church unless they're packing. And, uh, and well, I uh, mean, Kevin, I have to tell I, I you, I, I spoke at a um, I spoke at a, a stand up for life event, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. I was packing that day. I mean. There you go. You just don't know. That's right. You don't know what's exactly. going to be going on. You don't anymore. Um, you don't, and and there's nothing wrong with packing. There's nothing wrong with defending yourself, right? Uh, because people have to realize, and 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 and, and I'll just say it the way it is: these woke universities, they they you know, uh, they they're just clueless when it comes to ways of defending or protecting their students because you can't you cannot protect your student body you cannot protect your administration and your faculty and your staff uh, well you know we had marco starts, on a little bit ago talking about the importance of of teaching our kids but like all of us about situational awareness knowing your surroundings knowing how to protect yourself avoiding the situation if at all possible and how uh-huh. to de-escalate all those things are important. They are. They're, they're, they're critically important. You know, uh, you have to decide in a nanosecond, do you have fight or do you have flight? What right. are you going to do? 
and yeah. and um, um, and there's nothing but, wrong know, with with fleeing. No, there isn't. No, no. Uh, but if you're if you're like a rat in a corner and you are trapped, right? And you have no way to protect yourself. When you when you start firing back, these cowards, you you'll find out how brave they are. Mm-hmm. They will wet themselves. Right. They will realize, uh oh, they they will wet themselves, and and then the mother bear comes out or the papa bear comes out. Right. And, and uh, you know that's and of course that's, that's not always need. the case. Some are completely bonkers and are on <clears throat> or on drugs or. Yeah. So, right. Well, it's and, a it's a weird and, uh, world we're in. Right. Well, we are we are we have been in for quite a while. We are now seeing and witnessing the spirit of lawlessness. Mm-hmm. The spirit of lawlessness is rampant across the land in the entire world. Yeah. And uh, it's it's it has, it's manifesting itself. In these, in these, in these shootings, and I don't and think not, any of us are good. immune. Yeah. No, unfortunately, we are not. We we are not, and and you know we we go about living our lives the best that we can, uh, day in and day out. Uh, but you know we, we we have to stay alert, as as they say, you have to keep your head on a swivel, mm-hmm. and, and and be looking around. Uh, it's, it's like my wife went up to uh, D.C. Last week, uh, she took the train up with some of her buddies. They went I to the saw uh, that. Mass, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I told her, I was, I mean, I mean, here I was, you know, I was preaching at her. I said, hey, look, it, let me tell you something. Keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. Don't just be looking around. Take everything in. Do not be out in La La Land. Right. And and uh, and uh, just just be aware. Be aware of everything. So. Uh, and you know, my anyways, kids live near that Windhurst area, and and I felt pretty comfortable they pay more for rent to you know to be in that area and you know felt like they were in a pretty safe part of the city and then we had you know two incidents back to back out there we have to be vigilant no matter where we live we do and and we just we just can't assume anything um you know you see you see something say something right exactly um, um, exactly don't don't be don't be afraid of hurting somebody's feelings Right. Uh, they'll get over it. So, uh, <laughs> or they won't, and that's okay, too. <laughs> or, that's right, or they won't, you know. So, Kevin, uh, anyway, thanks so much for uh, calling in. Hey, I appreciate have you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later, hon. Bye-bye. All right, Bye. thanks. Uh, he's ex- he's exactly right, though. Um, you know, we, we live in a, a very crazy world. That's why we were talking with Marco Galbraith about those situational awareness classes. If you're interested in taking one of those classes uh, he's had a couple of people step up to sponsor some free classes on situational awareness you can text me and i'll make sure i i pass the information along our text number is 434-248-0704 just send me your name and uh, and i'll pass that along to him because those are going to be coming up very soon we'll be back with more for your monday here on the morning jam i'm janet rose thanks so much for making us a part of your morning and being a part of our radio family, just like Kevin. The Morning Jam.
The Morning Jam. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a, a good Monday so far. Certainly a little chilly. Had to break out the winter jacket today. I didn't break out my gloves, but I did put on my steering wheel warmer nice. this morning. You have a steering wheel? I do have a steering wheel warmer. And, and here's the thing, Fancy. Trey. I made fun of it because when, um, when my husband was trying to get me out of my little sparky car, he never liked sparky because he thought it was too small. Mm-hmm. And so... He knew if he could lure me with leather seats because they're Ooh. easy to clean. So he knew that would be a good thing. So then when we go to test drive the car, I'm like, really? A steering wheel warmer? When am I ever going to use that? Well, apparently, use it all the I time. use it quite a bit. So I can't make fun of that anymore. I don't have any of those fancy contraptions. You know, well, there's less to break then. So well done, you. Uh, the big story this weekend uh, is, of course, one of them is the story about UVA. Um, If you have uh, a kid attending UVA, they are not having classes today. Apparently, we're hearing from listeners this morning um, that the clinics are shutting down and the medical buildings are shut down because of this situation with this active shooter at large. So there's been uh, a lot of the clinics and things that are closed as well. So if you have an appointment, you might want to be uh, mindful of that, an active manhunt is uh, going on in and around University of Virginia grounds this morning. Uh, UVA student and former college football player Christopher Darnell has been named as the suspect, and uh, he is the suspect in the shooting that left three people dead, another two injured. He is considered armed and dangerous. He was a former UVA football player, according to the school's athletic department website. He was on the football team in 2018, but never played a game. Police described Jones as a black male, last seen wearing a burgundy jacket or hoodie, blue jeans and red shoes. They think he could be driving a black SUV with Virginia tag TWX 3580. Not that many details were immediately known about him. They do have a good photo of him um the message to the community monday morning from uva president confirmed that uh jones is a student Uh, all the the classes are canceled and uh, of course this young man some of the things we do know is that he played football all throughout his high school career previously attended verena high school for three years verina verina okay that's he's from the richmond area Ah, there you go. Okay. Petersburg and Verina. All right. Uh, he played there for three years before transferring to Petersburg, where as a senior, he was a linebacker and a running back. That according to Newsweek. He has been featured in a story in the Richmond Times Dispatch in 2018. Uh, Petersburg high graduate navigated a fractured path to graduation in that article. It says that Jones, who grew up in the Essex Village and Mosby Court housing complexes in Richmond, saw his parents divorce at age five, did not see his father again until he was a teenager. That was one of the most traumatic things that happened in my life. I didn't understand why he left. He told the newspaper then, when I went to school, people didn't understand me. Oh, boy. According to relatives, he did well in school. 
but he also got into a lot of fights, was suspended quite a bit. Um, he said family members and mentor pushed him to focus on his grades and worked with him to curb his anger. Uh, this is all out of this article. If it weren't for those people in my life, I would have been just another kid whose dad left him, he was said in the interview. Multiple agencies are actively searching for him now. The shooting unfolded about a month before exam week. So it sounds like it, it, it's just, it, it, we tell the same story over and over again. We talk about the breakdown of the American family. We, you know, talk about the anger that these young people have, uh, feeling hopeless, not feeling understood. It's just we see it over and over and over again, and yet we can't seem to find ways to curb it. And it's just very frustrating and very heartbreaking when you see these things play out over and over again. Well, uh, Yellowstone fans are pretty excited as Yellowstone is getting ready to to kick back. It debuted uh, last night, right? It did. And uh, Kevin Costner's character, John Dutton, has been patiently awaiting election results, just like millions of fans, pining for the return of their favorite drama. So they're going with real life. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Um, the uh, star of the show, Costner, told USA Today, um, a, a trailer for the show shows Dutton's process of being sworn in as governor, uh, only adding more clout to the seventh-generation rancher and his dynasty, but keeping him away from his ranch. Costner told USA Today it's going to be hard on his character. His heart is at the ranch, not trying to find middle ground with people, which I haven't watched the show that much. That doesn't seem to be a huge strength. Um, he has a lane that he operates in that's not as expansive as some would want to be, and he won't change. Viewers, of course, have immersed themselves in all things Yellowstone, including my former co-host. Uh, what's his Who? name again? <laughs> Mark, oh, I, I do miss him. Uh, Mark Lamb. That guy. Yeah. yeah. He loves Yellowstone. Uh, Costner's on-screen persona may have more of an interest in the public political forum than he ever will, though. He says, I don't think there's any reason for me to run, although I wish people that did run had a bigger vision and more of a... more." morality about how they see the country evolving to say i'm disappointed is putting it mildly field of dream stars does refuse to pick a side says he supported a wide spectrum of candidates and uh he gave support in the presidential 2020 to candidate pete Buttigieg. <laughs> that doesn't speak well for you there pothole pete uh and also Republican Representative Liz Cheney. Again, you're not doing yourselves any favor, Coster. Uh, and he was a critic of, of Donald Trump, for sure. So, didn't want to send him to the train station. Okay. I, I was going to say is, uh, you know, Yellowstone's going even into the college football world because College Game Day, which is like the show, the pregame show, is going to Bozeman, Montana for Montana versus Montana State, which is like a big rivalry but I think there's going to be a Yellowstone element played into that because of the popularity of the show. All I know is I had a uh, friend who posted a picture of a game they were watching this weekend, mm -hmm. and it was at the Texas Stadium. Oh, Texas TCU? I guess. 
I don't know. Do they have the Longhorn? The yeah, horns did, as so they come Texas out? played TCU this weekend. Hook them. They lost. Texas. Lost. Oh, so the Longhorns. Who's the Longhorns? Texas. They okay, lost. Texas Longhorns. All right. Against so, the Horn Frogs. So my friend puts out this picture off ESPN saying, flipping through football games, and Walt goes, and it shows a, a picture of, of the Longhorns as it comes mm-hmm. out. That totally looks like a uterus. To which I replied, oh, dear God, I will never, ever be able to see anything else. I'll never be able to unsee well, it's it. supposed to be a long horn, literally. Well, so. it's it's not. <laughs> so they kind of ruined that for me. Now I will never see anything else. Can't unsee it. So <laughs> I just don't. He's always had a very strange sense of humor, and I love him, but I can't unsee that. That's so that's funny. a terrible thing. Coming up, we've got WDBJ7 on the way. Um, We'll be uh, checking in with Kimberly McBroom. She's going to have our latest headlines. Of course, a lot of violence in the, uh, the headlines this morning and a lot of cold temperatures. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up as well as we work through our last half hour together. Keep our numbers handy, 866-916-3776. I really appreciate the calls that you've put in this morning. Also, I wanted to make sure that I reminded you, if you're interested in taking one of those situational awareness classes in light of this weekend's news stories, uh, if you'll send me your information on our text line, I'll make sure to connect you uh, while there are still positions available in those classes. Uh, 434-248-0704, and we'll pass that along to you. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam. We'll be back on this Virginia Talk Radio Network station. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Waking up to a cold start this morning, mostly in the 20s, and we'll only warm up into the 40s and low 50s this afternoon under a mix of sun and clouds. Heading into Tuesday morning, temperatures generally into the upper 20s and lower 30s, and that's when we could see some wintry precipitation, especially along and west of the Blue Ridge Tuesday morning, just turning to a cold rain by the afternoon. Currently 33 degrees in Lynchburg, which was better than the 26 where we started. Uh, 34 in Bedford, 33 in Roanoke and Salem, 32 in Danville, 35 in Amherst, and 35 in Affomatix. I don't know why anybody would have been on the water this weekend, but uh, Bedford County Special Operations Command says that while Swiftwater crews were training on the James River, uh, they were informed of a vessel with no one in it. Crews said they called in additional rescue units to help in the search. So apparently they just happened to be out there doing training and they found this abandoned boat. Probably were fishing then. Cause Maybe. I, I've gone fishing with my uncle in, like, in January because like, rockfish is right. a good time for rockfish. You can get big, sure. big rockfish. The cold. 
Yeah. Especially on the water. And God forbid you should go in. <laughs> uh, they say they were called to help ar- around uh, noon on Saturday in the Balcony Falls area to search for a missing person. And then that was turned over to Virginia Conservation Police for further investigation. Uh, they are reminding the public that the water levels are up and the current is moving very fast. So especially if you don't have experience, you need to be staying off that water and always wear uh, flotation device. We did so many of these stories when COVID hit because all these people all of a sudden decided they were going to become hikers and kayakers and go and do things that they've absolutely never done before, which is never really a good idea. <coughs> I'm so sorry. My allergies are so bad. <laughs> I'm hoping that the cold weather is going to kind of fix that. But Anyway, uh, earlier in the show, we were talking with Marco Galbraith, and uh, he was giving us a lot of great tips on situational awareness, how to de-escalate situations. Um, If you have an opportunity, go back and listen to that. It'll be up on SoundCloud this afternoon. He also sent me a message saying uh, the other thing he wanted to mention to listeners was to be careful about the rumor mill. He said uh, he heard some absolutely horrible rumors about the uh, at the Iron and Ale prayer vigil yesterday, and I know that they're not true. Um, they're just idiots making stuff up to feel important. So it's terrible when people start rumors about things like this. There was a lot of that going on on social media, and we do have to be really careful about that. I mean, they were putting out names. They were putting out the family's names. Um, nothing good comes from that. Don't don't be a contributor with with sharing uh, those kinds of things. I mean, there were rumors that couldn't even be true simply because of the age of the victim and and the perpetrator. Uh, so nobody's going to know those kinds of details that early on. Uh, so please try to stay out of that. It's it, there's nothing useful that's going to come from it for sure uh here is a a good story that we want to share with you this morning we can always use one of those uh a young man so it doesn't sound like it's a good story but it is Uh, a young man was suspended from his job after helping a woman keep her house via a gofundme fundraiser um a november 11th article called walmart break room tiktok sparks 175k GoFundMe for an 81-year-old worker. It helps spread word uh, of a video that uh, has, has caused some issues. In an excerpt from the article, Nola Carpenter didn't know she was being videoed in a break room at a Hackstown Walmart when a young man who had just started a job inside the store selling phones for a third-party retailer... She and Devin chatted briefly. Uh, Devin posted a 15-second TikTok of Carpenter resting with the caption, Life shouldn't be this hard, accompanied by a sad face emoji. It quickly racked up millions of views. Evidently, uh, the TikToker, Devin Bonagora, recently posted the Walmart worker identified as Nola in the break room. Um, I saw that you're a very hard worker. Obviously, 
he told the woman, and we're very super proud of you. I mean, she's 81 years old, and she's still working. We wanted to offer you this $110,000 that's been raised for you. The article uh, further stated, I'd accept it, but I'd still have to work until I got another $60,000. I have to pay my house off, she told him. Seemingly non-plaused at the donations raise, she agreed that the sum would help so much, noting that the mortgage would go way down and it wouldn't take long now to save up the remaining amount. Walmart's average wage for uh, of $19 for hourly workers and saving $60,000 would likely have required her to work several additional years. Regardless, the effort has paid off. The full dollar amount has been raised now through GoFundMe. So her eight, that, that 81-year-old lady's mortgage has been completely paid off. Uh, now, he was exonerated by both the public and the press. <laughs> why, why would he be suspended for doing a GoFundMe? Um, she is going to be able to keep her house. Of course, the thing about that is, and that's wonderful. I mean, at her age, bless her heart, she shouldn't have to be working a full-time job um, or any job for that matter. But of course, she's still got to pay taxes and that type thing. But it is a story that ended well. He got to keep his job. He did a good thing for the 81-year-old and raised money for her. So... I'll take that as a good news story for sure. Yeah. That's a sweet thing uh, to see. We don't get enough of those, I'm afraid, because we have stories like this. Uh, AOC, back in the headlines, she says she fears for her life and she's afraid to walk her dog. She also says she's not an extremist. She says she has felt her life is in danger ever since she was first elected to Congress and is even afraid to walk her dog. She revealed her fears in an interview with Chris Wallace. She, uh, she said when asked if she felt her life was threatened, threatened by being a high-profile politician, she said, absolutely. I felt my life has been in danger since the moment I won my primary, and it became especially intensified when I was brought to Congress in 2019. She uh, asked the congresswoman, if that meant she was looking over her shoulder while walking down the street. She said, it means when I wake up in the morning, I hesitate to walk my dog. It means when I come home, I have to ask my fiance to come out to where my car is to walk me from my car to my front door. Well, guess what, chick? There's a lot of people who have to do that. It's a world we live in, thanks in large part to lawmakers like you. She says it means that there's a general disposition where you feel like there's almost static electricity around you. I thought that she thought people just wanted to date her. So how can you feel like people just want to date you and feel threatened all the time? Hmm. It's very interesting. She's a, a bit of a conundrum, I think. I got an update about UVA. Okay. Uh, first victim has been identified as a current UVA linebacker and oh, defensive no. end Deshaun Perry. His dad confirmed it Monday morning. The other two haven't been identified. His family is coming in from his hometown in Miami. So he uh, he actually got his first start this season when he played uh, in UVA's game against Duke. So, so at least one of them was was a football player. Yes. Yeah, so that, it, that it probably seems like this guy knew 
the victims. Perhaps, yeah. So, and what? They, were, what they age? would be teammates. Um, this Does art, it say? six e is. I can look it up real quick. I can look it up and get back to you. Okay. So one of those have been identified. One of the uh, one of the victims in the UVA shooting has been identified. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding whole meats and, and steaks. I mean, they'll they'll do anything for you there. Uh, they're taking orders now for Thanksgiving and Christmas. All you got to do is uh, call and put in your order, and they'll make sure that you're taken care of. Also, sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. You can save a lot of money that way. Uh, we'll tell you more about that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, so today's recipe is for a slow cooker rotisserie chicken. Now, I don't like heating up my oven and, and going through all that for such a long time for a rotisserie chicken, but there are so many things you can do with a rotisserie-style chicken. This is one you can make in your crock pot, and it's really pretty delicious. Uh, in a small bowl, you're going to mix together a tablespoon of brown sugar, two teaspoons of salt, a teaspoon of pepper, a half a teaspoon of garlic powder, a uh, half a teaspoon of onion powder, and a tablespoon of smoked paprika. Now, this is just like a basic spice mix. I also usually throw in just a little bit of cayenne. If you're trying to avoid fat, just go with that spice mix. If you're really wanting to keep it tender and juicy, you're going to mix in a little bit of butter and rub that uh, under the inside skin of the breast and the interior of the chicken. I like to add in a few sprigs of rosemary and some thyme, and uh, uh, I'll even cut up a couple of lemons and toss it in there as well. Uh, you're going to coat a large slow cooker with cooking spray, and then you're going to take a piece of heavy-duty aluminum foil and form that into a ring shape to fit into the slow cooker. That's going to form as a rack to keep it off the, the very bottom, so you're going to get a, a better roast on the chicken if you do it that way. Place the chicken on top of the foil ring. Make sure that spice mixture is all over the chicken. And then you're just going to lock in that, that cover. Cook it on high for three to four hours. Check it at three hours. If the thickest part of the thigh is at 165, you're done. Then you can transfer it to a sheet pan or a baked dish and then broil it in the oven for 45 minutes. That'll make the chicken skin all brown and crispy and delicious. And then you serve it right away. What you don't eat as a roasted chicken you can make chicken salad from, you can make um, uh, pulled chicken tacos. There's so many things you can do uh, with just that one affordable whole chicken. Cook that on a Monday and you've got at least two or three great meals for the rest of the week. You want to see how to do this, just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine and become a member of that group. And you'll be able to see all the recipes that we talk about here on The Morning Jam. Brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. Are we talking about this show or are we talking about the midterm results? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I look at the uh, I look at the results and I was just like, I don't know what's happening with this country right now. But I think there's a lot of people that probably feel that way. Uh, we were talking about the situation at UVA. Uh, we did get the identification of the first victim. He was a 
football player. Sean Perry was his name? Deshaun Perry. Deshaun Perry. 22 years old. He's a junior. So oh, wow. And he's from Florida originally, is that right? Yeah, Miami. He, I mean, he even played, they, he played in their last game against Pitt and had two tackles in uh, their game on Saturday. So, Well, I mean, it really makes you wonder, and, and of course, it, you know, we shouldn't speculate, and we were just talking about the rumor mills, but because the the suspected shooter that they're looking for is a football player who never got to play a game, and then we were talking earlier in the show about he always had anger issues. We had looked up a, a story that was written about him right before he went to UVA. Uh, he was abandoned by his father at a very early age, so he dealt with a lot of anger issues, got suspended a lot when he was in school, uh, said that he never felt understood. Um, and that's that's just a, a talking point that we hear a lot with a lot of these shooters uh so we don't know a lot about christopher darnell jones uh, we do know he's considered armed and dangerous and we do know a little bit about his background because of that uh, interview they did with the richmond times dispatch because he is from virginia originally and he grew up in the essex village mosby court area they were housing complexes in richmond uh, again his father disappeared at the age of five didn't even show up again until he was a teenager. Uh, he said he never understood why his father left, went to school. People didn't understand me. Um, and then his relatives and ment mentors said that they really tried to get him to focus on school and curb that anger. And I think he, he probably found a lot of self-esteem probably in football. But as we all know, playing football or, or doing anything in high school is quite different from doing it in college. Uh, you might be a big fish in a small pond, and then you go to a place like University of Virginia or Tech or uh, you know somewhere like that, and you're not nearly the star you were in high school, and that can all come into play when uh, when people are dealing with some some mental illness. And from what we saw, he never played, right? Yes, yeah, on he, the football team. He was on team. the team, and then he didn't. He just play. warmed the bench. So, and then you know, my fear is like. Is this more like, is this more football players? Like, right. And, and you know, as, you know, I'm. Because we see them many times, they will target yeah, well, specific people. Well, it just people. seems like it would be people he knows because this guy, I believe, was on the team since 2018. It would make sense. Wow. Um, or, well, they, they could just be familiar with each other, even if he's a junior. So it, it's a tragic day, even as someone who's constantly rooted against this, the University of Virginia. Right. I like. Yeah, but, you don't. But you don't want this to happen. Like, like today, you. I, I remember. Virginia. I remember the outpouring of support that Charlottesville gave and UVA gave when yeah. Tech Tech went through this, and it, right. you. It's being reciprocated. Uh, I saw President Tim Sands already released a statement in, you know, in solidarity. Yes, yeah. and and here's the thing: they they aren't having class today. Everything's kind of shut down. Many of the clinics are shut down today as well. So uh, for those of you, we had several listeners who said um, their appointments were canceled today because of that. So, you know, be aware. Yeah. And I that. saw a video, a couple of videos of students like stuck in basements because there's the shelter, shelter in place because the shelter in place yeah. is still going on because the guy is still loose. So, yeah, they have no idea if he's still on campus or if he's 
or if he's made his way out. So hopefully that will praying for our friends in Charlotte come to a conclusion soon. Well, uh, let's take a look at a more lighthearted story. Although I don't know how lighthearted it is, we talk about uh, the situation in Florida is is pretty dire when it comes to the pythons. Uh, they have just come into the Florida Everglades and they've done so much destruction uh, to that area because people just oh I'm going to have a python and then they just let them go Uh, so there's a lot of people that make a pretty good living just catching those an alligator they're saying now was found inside hole of an 18 foot Burmese python a geoscientist there posted this over the weekend showing the gator in the snake's belly this particular python was roughly 18 feet it consumed a five-foot alligator burmese pythons are required to be euthanized in florida this python was euthanized by those who found it and turned over to a research lab and then that's what was being shown in the video due to the subtropic environment of south florida Paired with the Burmese python's long lifespan and rapid reproduction, these have successfully invaded ecologically sensitive areas such as the Everglades and pose a huge risk to a variety of wildlife due to the python's wide dietary preferences, which is pretty much anything that's in my presence. The video, now I usually don't like gross videos, but this thing is fascinating. The very idea that that snake can swallow an alligator whole is yep. pretty fascinating. And I don't like yucky videos. I'm just saying, you got to admit, that's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can look it up if you want to. It's it's gross. I feel like but that's, it's interesting that's in someone's a idea way. of a, uh, an ideal southern meal. Hey, man, we're going to, we're going to eat the python. We'll stuff some gator in it. Like and, a, tur- a turduncan. A turduncan, man. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be delicious. I wonder if Salty's ever had that. Maybe. He might have. I watched a movie this weekend that I highly recommend. Talking about the Everglades reminds me of it. Uh, it's called, well, it's a fantastic book as well, but Where the Crawdads Sing, that is an amazing movie. And my, it's one of those movies that my husband was like, this is a girl movie, and so I'm just going to lay down the sofa and take a nap. And he was so sucked in to that movie that he couldn't stop watching it. My and, mom my mom watched it. She went it's to... It's so good. She saw it in theaters, and so she liked oh, it. It's amazing. And it's amazing for all genders. Because it's just a, a really interesting story. But it's about a young girl who was raised in the swamp. They called her Swamp Girl. And uh, takes place in the 60s. And the whole town is convinced that she murdered the local football hero. So it's got a little something for everybody. If you're looking for a good watch, I highly recommend Where the Crawdads Sing. But definitely watch it. Uh, yeah, I believe it is on Netflix. It's either Netflix or Prime. Johnny, I'm not sure which one, uh, but it's on one of those. And it is just absolutely fantastic. It's got something for everybody, and uh, and everybody will enjoy it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yes, it's on Netflix. So there you go. Check it out. You will like it if you do. I also watched Tulsa King, which is on Paramount+. Plus. Nope. Oh, that's the oh, new Sylvester Stallone thing, right? Yes. That man... I am a bigger Sylvester Stallone fan than I have ever been. 
I've never been a big... You didn't like Rocky? I liked Rocky fine. I, I liked Rambo fine. But let me tell you, if anybody has gotten better looking and more attractive, that he is 73 years old. And you talk about a bad A. He is unbelievable in that show. Tulsa, Tulsa King, huge did fan. It. We did it. We oh. got through the show. We did it. He's amazing. I love him so much. Anyway, that's another one you might want to watch. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Morning Jam. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Thanks for listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network.